Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to Motown and Coney. Back with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? So, we have plans on recording a bonus episode <laughs> midweek, and the Ice Storm had other things to say. <laughs> yeah, Ice Storm said, You guys aren't <laughs> recording shit today. That's what. <laughs> yeah. Um, thoughts go out for all those um, in the Metro Detroit area waiting on their power to come back on. Oh, man, Rodney, it's still people here without power. Um, our power wound up going out today also. It went out for like an hour and a half. But uh, it, thank God it came back on. But um, it's still a lot of people without power. So definitely thoughts out to those people going days without power. Yeah, and they um, actually, because uh, on the ring, guy, people are like losing their mind. But saw today, like some people actually, they pushed it back to Wednesday for them to get power. So it's going to be a week for some people before they even get power back. So, Yeah, that's insane, man. I've been seeing people drag DTE and all types of crazy stuff about DTE being the worst electrical company around. So, man, <laughs> that's insane, man. They're yeah. trying to do their best, though. Yes. Uh, it's just, it's madness. Um, Hell, I, I don't think I've experienced an ice storm like that since ever. Um, I know a house around a block from us, their uh, garage caught on fire. Whew. Yeah. I actually seen a couple of electrical fires, which was pretty crazy. We had a, a lot of down power lines in our area because I, I guess the, the power lines are kind of older. That's what the guy from DT was explaining to us. The people across the street from me, there everybody across the street from me, their lights were out, but our our lights were on on our side. And when you go around the corner, I guess it was a power line that led to their house, their uh, homes on that particular side were all out. So it just, thank God, ours was still on because we experienced it where ours was out on at one point, the last ice storm we had. So yeah, so uh, where do you? I don't know. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, well, I guess, well, the biggest thing, in my opinion, that's been kind of going on, man, NBA news has been freaking amazing. Um, I mean, your thoughts on how the NBA has panned out, including like with the trades and, and how teams have been playing. The Lakers look really good. I wanted to talk about them. Um, the Pistons with their trade, I, I don't know what to think of it. I haven't really seen Wiseman play many minutes. Um so uh, let's start with the the Pistons, and then I'll I'll move to to the East and, and the West. Um, I, I, the the Pistons are starting to feel like the Tigers, Alavilla um, type era, where I don't understand exactly what's going on. I don't know. The plan, I don't know if it's to, like, get as many bigs as possible, even though the NBA has kind of moved away from that. Maybe there's a, a move there in the offseason that makes it make sense, but I, I don't I don't get the Wiseman trade at all. It, I, was trying to, I was trying to defend the organization off that Wiseman trade, and you were telling me, like, they are foolish for this trade. Now I'm looking at it. What's the purpose of getting this man? You don't even really play him. Like it makes no sense to me. Yeah, you you have Noels, which I I thought they would trade at the trade deadline. Um, you have um, Bagley still on the what? He's in the first year of a three year deal. You got Jalen uh, Doran. Like you you got you got big pieces. You still got Isaiah Stewart. I, I guess right. it makes more sense if you. Don't plan on re-signing Isaiah Stewart and New Orleans Noel, but I don't know. Uh, Trey Weaver has to show me something in offseason uh, for me to believe. I still believe you move on from Dwayne Casey. Um, the coach I would have liked the Pistons possibly to get um, just signed a five-year deal with Atlanta and Quinn Snyder. Um, I've been a fan of his his coaching since his days at Missouri. So, 
Right. No, I I definitely agree with the the Quinn Snyder. I I really like his coaching. Also, he has a great track record of turning teams around. Um, I mean, right now I'm right with you with with Casey not being the coach. Um, for next season, I think he's wore out his welcome, and he's had his opportunity to turn the team around. It just seems like there's no improvement. And right now, you're in a rebuild, rebuild, rebuild. Like I don't understand, right? What are you doing right now? You you're getting rid of key components, and, and now what are you going to do? Because Killigan Hayes, his contract is up. Do you get rid of him? Uh, Isaiah Stewart, what do you do with him? Yeah, and it's, I, it's too many questions. And I think I think Killigan Hayes has been a Pistons' most consistent player this season. Oh, you know what's crazy? Is I have him on my fantasy team, and he is horrible. Fantasy-wise, I mean, he might not show up on – he might be a Draymond Green and not show up because I don't watch a lot of the games. The games that I do watch, he does kind of show up sometimes, but he's inconsistent as far as, like, scoring output. Like, I I know he's a point guard. Yeah, he's a a pass-first point guard, to say the least. Um, I I don't know. If if you – hell, we can move to the Lakers. You – I mean, you just look at what <laughs> what the Lakers did. Um, not having really too many assets to get on to get from under the Westbrook contract uh, was amazing. the The way this current team is constructed, I mean, you saw it today against Dallas. They overcame a twenty seven point deficit to, to right to win that game. So the Lakers. They're a team nobody should want to play in the playoffs. Yeah, they look really good, Rodney. And like I said, it all it boils down to Anthony Davis being healthy. He's actually been healthy and took a couple shots, and he still bounced back. Uh, Jared Vanderbilt, I really like him defensive-wise. He's one of those players that we talk about similar to a Draymond Green and Killigan Hayes. Yeah, where he doesn't show up on the, too. <laughs> yeah, and he doesn't have to show up on the, um, you know, really big. Well, today he had a big game. Yeah, he had like 15 boards and like 17 points, something or vice versa, one or the other. But he had a nice game. Yeah, yeah, I've I, I really um, like what the Lakers did. I don't. My preference that was saying I still don't think they have enough to win a championship, but they have enough to make the playoff very very interesting. I still think Denver. I mean Denver's. 10 deep. I think Denver still has to be the favorite. I like Denver, but like you just said, man, watch out for those Lakers. They can be sneaky good. If you're playing LeBron and AD and uh, and D'Angelo Russell, and, I mean, you got Beasley, you got Hashimura, you got Dennis Schroeder, watch out for those guys in the same game series because if they can squeak some games past you, and LeBron still does have that takeover ability. AD does too. They can make it a tight game. Watch out because they can actually beat you. So watch out for those guys. And it could be a sneaky win like that bubble team. Yeah, so um, we haven't talked about Phoenix. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kevin Durant is supposed to, I guess, make his debut on Tuesday. I'm trying to withhold judgment to I see Durant play a couple games with Chris Paul and, and Booker. I still think while overall it makes Phoenix a better team with the trade, I think gave up a lot of depth. And that concerns me if you, you get into some deep playoff series. No, no, I definitely agree. Like that that, that definitely concerns me as well. I hope I hope that they can try to figure something out. They need they really need more depth. I hope they can figure something out. And they have some key players step up because right now, with Chris Paul and his health and Devin Booker, his KD and his health. Yeah. I mean, Jesus. One of those guys goes down. It's just like, what are we here for? Yeah. And then, um, in other news, Russell Westbrook got his vial from the Jazz. Didn't obviously he doesn't have to go real estate shopping or rent the house because hell, he's still in L.A. Um, I don't – Westbrook is an enigma. I do think him and Paul George probably 
outside of Russell Westbrook with KD, they probably played their best basketball together. So, right. We'll see. Tyron Lou might be the, the coach that can get through Westbrook. And so, I, I don't know. I, I like the move. And if you've been listening to this podcast, you know I've been critical of Russell Westbrook. So for me to say that is huge. Well, he's well. You know what it is, Rodney. He's actually surrounded by great shooters. The Lakers didn't have aren't a great shooting team, and when Westbrook would kick balls out to those guys, and they'll be wide open, they'll miss shots. Like he had no great outside shooters. Now you got a team loaded with shooters. You see his first game, he threw up fourteen assists. He's gonna throw that up constantly, easy. You got plenty of great shooters on that team. They're loaded to the core. They they put up hundred and seventy something points. In a loss. (laughs) In a loss. Well, the the thing is, the NBA right now, thank you, Michael Jordan. I always say this. Thank you, Michael Jordan, for what we see today, for this product. It's your fault. Our teams are throwing up these freaking numbers. What was it, 176 to 175? Yeah, it's Michael Jordan staff uh, slash the Steph Curry effect, in my opinion. You got guys jacking up multiple three-pointers. A lot of them aren't even contested. And it's it's just getting ridiculous, and then multiple fouls over and over again. Also, it's just, what do you do now? Like, yeah. what do you do there? <laughs> yeah, it'll be. Uh, I don't know. This it's gonna be a fun playoff run. We haven't even really talked about the East. Uh, Boston, Philly, Milwaukee. All look like they're capable of coming out the East. Yeah, they look really good, man. And those teams are very dangerous, too. There's a couple other teams that can probably put something together, but I don't see them still advancing, man. I, I don't see uh, I don't see Miami advancing. I don't see Atlanta. I don't see Toronto. All those teams are really good. Yeah, also, I, 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 just, I just feel like... The West is more wide open. I just feel like the East is a is a three team race at this point. Exactly, because I mean, whatever team gets hot, you got all the right now. Somebody was just telling me about the All Star game. They said, "Man, I, I wish the All Star game would go back to East versus West." I said, "Are you serious? The West will beat the shit out of us. <laughs> like the West is loaded. You got LeBron, KD, Steph Curry, Kyrie Irving, Luka Doncic, all the uh, the Joker, John Moran, Damian Lillard." John Morant, all these people on the West, people, don't don't tell me about no East versus West. I don't want to hear it. Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, you want me to keep going? You want me to freaking keep going? No, we do not need the East versus West. Let them keep drafting people. We do not need East versus West. I don't want to see a nightmare All Star game where it's a hundred and, and a two hundred and fifty to freaking a hundred and fifty. We don't want to see that. Mm mm. Yes. Yeah, the East is just uh, just a three team race, right? I'm, I'm more so looking for I the the West is about to be a dog fight. Not only to get into the playoffs into the play ins, but once those series start, um, hell, you got the possibility right now uh, the Lakers and Golden State being in the play in tournament. I mean, it's really tight, man. I with that Lakers victory today over uh, they're like the three, Dallas Mavericks, like nope. three games from like a fifth or sixth seed. Yeah, they're like right there in the race. Like this might be Rodney the best playoff series that we ever seen between the, all the teams in the West. Like they're loaded to the core. Every team is at least eight or nine teams deep. I remember when it was only seven people that could play in a playoff game. Now you got teams that are freaking almost 10 players deep that are actually pretty good that can be starters on other teams and that were starters last year or prior to. So it's going to be a good season, good playoff season. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. Um, Real quick, XFL, are you watching it? Yes. Yes, I am. And the rules, the rules are awesome. What do you think about the rules and how the XFL is going? I do like the kickoff. I need the NFL to adopt that <laughs> immediately. Um, yeah. There's only one thing I cannot get over. 
I need to uh-huh. under, wherever Las Vegas and the Las Vegas team was playing at. I need to know that field. I, I thought the Super Bowl field was was, was cr- crappy. That may be the worst field I've ever seen a, a game on. I thought they were playing at like some wet ass high school or something. I, I, man. I, I think, think it's so. <laughs> I did. I think it's an old. Uh, I guess it used to be like a minor league baseball stadium that hasn't been used in like three years or something. It's something ridiculous. Uh, other than that. Um, I would, I don't know, like to see the NFL adopt some of the rules. I think the games are interesting. Only sad thing is you really don't have a marquee star like that. Maybe Josh Gordon. Yeah, you got a lot of guys that are trying to bounce back and come back into the league. But eventually, I mean, okay, so in my opinion, Rodney, I'm going to ask you this with a serious, stern face. Do you believe that the XFL has the ability to take fans from the NFL and turn them to it? Because it's, it's a hard-hitting league. Teams are able to come back. you got all types of conversions. Um, you can go for a fourth and 15 instead of an onside kick. If you complete that, then you you're, you stay alive. I think that is amazing. Like, instead of an onside, that takes away the onside kick abilities. I mean, do you think that they have enough firepower and enough star star power, which we said they, they do lack star power, but a lot of guys like watching college football, and they're like, hey, these are guys that couldn't quite make it to the NFL, but they're here, and we kind of know these guys from college. Do you think they have enough pop star power and, and uh, intriguing power from viewers to take over the NFL or at least go neck and neck with the NFL? Uh, I'm going to say no with a caveat. Uh, okay. The XFL and the you know, what's the other one? The U USL USFL. Yeah, they they need to merge. Mm. That's interesting. That's it. but I think the USFL is is a part of the the NFL family. Yeah, and that's so, the only thing that, that's what's hurting the XFL right yeah, now. Yeah, so. If it wasn't for that, I would say yes. I, I do feel like at some point, I don't know, because I heard an interesting take like the XFL should be like the minor league system for like base. And they were saying like the NFL should have like a minor league system like baseball has. Thought that was an interesting take. It is interesting to see um, some of the former, you know, like you said, college players that didn't quite make it to the league that you wonder um, where they were. So, I, I don't know. I, just, I do wish it was a way the two spring leagues can, can merge. Yeah, I mean, you know the USFL is, is the minor league for the NFL. Yeah, That's so, why they wind up playing at like some of the stadiums. Like, I know the... Uh, the Michigan Panthers, if that's what it is. I think they play yeah. in four field. And and I know this is like the second regeneration of that league. And they had star power uh back in the day when they, you know as hell, Steve Young was I'm trying to think of some of the players, but I know like Steve Young was one of the uh, players that they had. So I don't know, it's it's interesting. I feel like there is a, a always want for uh, football. Right. Um, I heard the Arena League is making a comeback, and I was always a fan of Arena Football. Yeah, I thought Arena Football was so awesome. Like, the whole – that whole play. Then I even I even started falling in love with the Lingerie Football League, too. Um, I thought that was hard-hitting, and you got to see women, like, tear each other apart. Um, I thought that was pretty cool too. I mean, even though like it really, they really weren't in lingerie, they were kind of like just basically in like biker shorts and hitting each other. But I thought that was pretty dope too, and that gave women a good outlet too. And uh, those women were really competitive too. But like anything football, I love football, so I'm gonna try to watch everything I can. Like 24/7, 365. I'm, I'm really a huge football fan, so I'm locked in. You got me. It's just convincing everybody else to to watch this product yeah i wonder 
I haven't seen like a ratings report yet, but I wonder where the um, ratings where they they can be worse in the NHL. Yeah, and the NHL's actually been pretty spicy lately, man. Yeah, Red NHL's been pretty good too. Really making yeah. a playoff push, and that's another thing too. The NHL, what they what they're messing up on, they have to go back to the whenever the original six are doing well. That's when the NFL NHL ratings, excuse me, NHL ratings are doing well. When the original six is doing well, when the original six aren't doing well, notice those ratings are really not good. Because now you're giving teams that really don't have an NHL background with a solid fan base. Now you're trying to give them light. You're, you're trying to give the Minnesota Wild light. Nobody's fucking watching the Minnesota Wild. People <laughs> in Minnesota don't care about the Minnesota Wild, bro. You try to give the Nashville Predators some light. People don't give two shits about the Nashville Predators. I will in say. Nashville. I will say one thing: the Nashville Predators playing a pretty cool um, arena. Uh, no, no, they have an amazing arena. They they do a lot for the community. But to be honest, if it's not the damn Titans, if it's not the uh, the Grizzlies that are down the road, nobody gives two shits about them. And then it's a college town too. Nobody gives two shits about those guys. I'm just yeah, being honest I, I with need, you. And I need the Memphis to change the damn Grizzlies name. There's no Grizzly Bears. <laughs> <laughs> right. It sure isn't. And yeah, like nobody's really, and that's the thing too. When you the when you're not really like the focal point, like we always said, we love the Pistons, we love the Red Wings, we love the Tigers. But if those goddamn Lions, Rodney, if they win a championship, that changes the whole. Like this is really a football town. Yeah, we and, love the Red Wings. Yeah, and the and the Lions have the ninth ninth best chance to to win the Super Bowl. Never. Never thought I'd right. say that. But. Yeah, like, I never thought I'd say that. Cause, so some cities need to stand tall and wake up. Oh, and speaking like, of the Lions, did you see the Jalen Ramsey news? I heard. What do you think about the Jalen Ramsey news? And also, another uh, Bobby Wagner. Um, Have you heard of Bobby Wagner on a one-year deal, depending on the price. I think Right, he, and I mean. I think he can still play. And then he'll be filling in for um, Azalone. I would like to sign him back too. Maybe he can take him under his wing. But, you can start but the, and the, show out and that's more depth. More but depth. The, the Jalen Ramsey deal. I mean, if you give up pick eighteen, another pick, second or third round, you got two rounds, two second round picks. So I'll be cool with a one and a two. Um, you, I think you make that deal. Yeah, I mean. You instantly, yeah, oh. you instantly shut down half the field. Yeah, you instantly look, Rodney. You instantly take that deal. You take that deal instantly. And you know what? If I'm the Lions, also, I go ahead and I get the young man from uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. There's a couple other guys out there that are really good too. And I go ahead and I get Bobby Wagner too for Alex Azalone. And I mean, you you make that defense the best defense that you can make them. You 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 stack that defense up, man, and you go ahead and you unleash those guys because I think next season offense is going to be back. You resign everybody on offense. You add on to the defense, and that's one hell of a team. Like if you think about it, a lot of those close games that we lost, now you're looking at an 11, 12 win team right now. If you beef up that defense, just a couple key stops, and you're there. Yeah, so yeah, we we're still what two weeks away from the the league year opening. <laughs> That's crazy. It felt like it just ended, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> the Major League Baseball, the the NFL. I mean, NHL. Take take note of what the NFL does. Like literally. It's the off season and March we'll be talking about players that got franchised, players that didn't get franchised, open elite off year, free agency, the combine, April you got the draft, what they have turned into an unbelievable marketing event, May OTAs, June, a little bit of a, 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 a 
downtime. But then come July, you got training camp, you got the uh, Hall of Fame game, and then August preseason, and then September. You, the, so you really, football is never going away. And, and, and Rodney, you, you, you hit it right on the nose. What can the in it? Because you know who else does a great job of that too, along with the NFL, the NBA. Yeah. Because now, now we're watching high schoolers. Now, I mean, you go on freaking Instagram, TikTok, wherever. Now you watching middle schoolers, high school, elementary school kids. Yeah, you watching G League. I mean, it's so many different ways, and you can actually follow a young man's career up until he makes it to the NBA. Well, I, I watched a young man. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, right? No, I was just gonna say I I I. It's all about marketing. Back when the NHL and the Major League Baseball was popping, they marketed their stars right. I remember the NHL having Sergei Fedorov commercials and Mario Lemieux, right. uh, Major League Baseball. Um, I know they were popping steroids, but Mark McGuire, Sammy <laughs> Sosa, uh, Barry Bonds, like they marketed those guys. Like Ken Griffey Jr., probably the. In our childhood, next to Jordan, probably well, you know one. what. Well, Rodney, you know what the problem is, and I, I'm just saying it from like the hockey standpoint and also the baseball standpoint. A lot of the guys they're they're kind of homegrown, and yeah. if you do what, where you get a lot of guys that come from the Dominican Republic and and from down in that area down in Puerto Rico. They don't get a lot of playing time. You don't even know how half who half these guys are. They just come out of anywhere, and you're like, damn, was he even good or is he even decent? That's why a lot of those baseball guys get big contracts. You don't even know if they're a bust or not because you're relying on one man's word that went down there to actually watch them play, where we literally watch people play basketball and see them, like I said, come up. Same thing with football. You can watch these young guys in high school. You can watch them in – you know, you got Pal League. You got all types of different things. Even soccer. Soccer does the same thing, too. You can watch young people grow. I don't know if there's any way you can watch young people in hockey grow. Or do they have a marketing scheme where you can watch a young man that plays in some type of Pal hockey? I don't even know if that's a Pal. Is, is that a thing? So, like, is that a thing? Yeah, they do. They do have. Um, I don't want to. They're, they're literally. I don't, I don't necessarily say they are associated with Pal. I will say, um, cause I've I've been to a few college hockey games. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State college hockey games. Michigan, uh, Michigan Tech. Um, yeah, you, you notice that, all the teams that you're, you're naming are like literally like in our. It's like literally our. Our area, like a Midwest yeah, thing. I, I was just have Minnesota, Ohio. You don't never see nobody from nowhere else, like California. I never see them with a hockey team. Yeah, it's Miami. Just, I <laughs> will say it's um, it was an amazing atmosphere. Uh, Airb College hockey game I went to. Um, I I enjoyed it, but I don't. You right, they. I don't know how. Because you're right, with the NBA, the NFL, you could literally follow a kid from the West Side Cubs to the NFL. Exactly. And then, like you, like I was just say, stating, you got Boston College, you got Michigan Tech, Michigan, Michigan State, you got Ohio State, you got West Co- I mean, other than that, you got – it's kind of hard to – nobody else. Like, isn't there's no – you got North Dakota, South Dakota – um, I don't see really any other teams. Like, I do know playing hockey. Arizona State has a hockey team now, um, and, and we can go to to our billboard after this because this will show you the NHL has a problem. Arizona State has a hockey team uh, where the Arizona Coyotes are playing their home games right now because. <laughs> Their lease to their arena got terminated, so they're playing in like a five thousand seat arena. Like, yeah, it's not a big thing for them though, Rodney. And can you blame? Can you blame those people that stay in one of those warm weather states? Did they actually like, increase they ticket have, prices? Yeah, they don't have they don't have hockey is like one of their number one things. So when you got college kids, they're like, well, if I'm good at hockey and I stay in California, nope. Where do you go to college? 
No, none of those teams. If if I'm a good college player that plays hockey, a good high school player that plays hockey, if my school has that available, and I stay in California or something, Arizona, I'm gonna come to the Midwest. I'm gonna come to Michigan. I'm gonna come to, you know, uh, Ohio, Wisconsin, one of those Minnesota. I'm going somewhere along that area, um, Boston, um, New York, one of those areas because nobody else has anything going. Pittsburgh. You're going to one of those cold weather states. Yeah. I don't even think Kentucky has a, a, a hockey team. Yeah. Before, uh, before we get back to our billboard list, um, I do want to uh, say um, rest in peace, Don Shane from Channel 7 oh, Sports. Man. Watched him a lot growing up as a kid uh, into my college years. Always enjoyed his his sports coverage of the local team. So, um, really was sad yesterday when I saw he had passed away, and he was only yeah, seventy. So, I know, man, that's like really heartbreaking, man. I I used to love watching Don Shane and some of the other journalists that we had, man, and uh, it just breaks your heart and it takes you down that road when you uh, used to watch all those. Uh, Bill Bonds and some of those other people, man, like um, Carmen Harlan, and you know, I'm just naming like all the people that I thought were just awesome, man. Back when you watched the news and you idolized those people on the news, and you was like, wow, Mort Krim and some of those other people, you're like, wow, those those people are amazing, and it made you want to watch them. Ewell Perkins, um, it made you really want to watch the news, and you know, you looked up to those people because they also were in the community and they'll be shopping and everything, and you'll see them, and those were like people that you can idolize and look up to and they always came with hard-hitting facts and they cared about our city so even though the majority of them really weren't from here they adopted the city and they they really looked out for us so mm. yeah r.i.p don shane for sure yeah so let's get back into our, our our billboard um top 50 we gave 50 through 40 um on the last episode so if you missed those um Go back, take a listen. Uh, just gonna name a few of the people we had uh, in that fifty to forty range. Uh, we both had fifty cents in that range. Lauren Hill, uh, Rick Ross. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, um, just go back, take a gather. I'll start us off. My 39th one. You might have him higher on your list. I know he's somewhere on your list. He's got to be because this is your guy. I don't know how Billboard didn't have him on the original list. um, Because he started um, the Miami sound, the raunchy rap, whatever. You got to have Uncle Luke. Oh, yeah. You know, well, I'll, I'll wait till I get to him. But, yeah, I do have Uncle Luke on my list. Uh, he's in. He's up there. Um, yeah, how can you not have him on your list? Definitely a game changer, man. Love Uncle Luke. Um, yeah, now he's coaching um, Little League football. Him and, him and Snoop, very um, similar paths. Yeah, and, like, he, he definitely changed the game. And, like, being outspoken and, and doing this thing, yeah, I definitely got Uncle Luke in my top three. And I'll wait till I get to that point to uh, put him on there. I don't want to give it away where I have him at. But, yeah, I definitely got Uncle Luke right there. Um, for my 39, um, I know this might be controversial. I'm not sure how people view this, but I have Pusher T as my th- number 39. I don't know if you probably would have him a little bit further down the line, but um, no, I have him. I actually have him next on my list, which is crazy. <laughs> See, no, you want to hear something crazy? I had Uncle Luke next, but I was, <laughs> was like thirty-eight. That's all. <laughs> I swear we in each other here, bro. I swear to God. Yeah, I, I, so we we basically just flip flopped them. Um, <sighs> Yeah, Pusha T, when you talk about, uh, even when you talk about his his career with 
malice, uh, that that grinding beat. Uh, he's been consistent with his cocaine rap, even as he's entered um, his his forties. You can argue Pusha T to me had the best verse on uh, Mercy. He he's got on other people's song and, and killed it. Uh, he's a feature killer, so yeah. Yeah, he's definitely a feature killer, man. And like I say, he he's earned his place in hip hop, man. And I think he definitely he has his he has his his place in hip hop, man. A lot of people have him closer than that. I think he's an amazing talent. And um, he definitely put VA on the map, man. VA is known for more than beats, man. It's known for hip hop too. Yeah, he. Uh, yeah, I shout out to uh, Pusha T. Um, the last remaining <laughs> person on on the good music with Kanye, I want to say. <laughs> No, I I heard that he fell out with Kanye also. Oh, okay. Yeah, recently. So I don't think he's on it. Matter of fact, um, who just dissed him too? What's the one dude with the crazy overbite, bro? Uh, that got into it with Joe Budden. Um, oh, uh, damn. What is his name? <laughs> you know who the fuck I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I see dude. his face. Crazy too. Yeah, that, yeah I, I, man, I hate this guy too. He just did a whole diss. Uh, he just did a diss to um, all the good music. He just dissed like, uh, and he had a video for it too. Damn, what the hell is this goddamn name? He just dissed uh, Pusha T. He dissed uh, Big Sean. He dissed all those guys. Uh, damn. Oh, Consequence. Yeah. Yeah, Consequence. He just dissed all of them. He had a video. That's it. That's the best thing he ever came out with lately. He sucks, basically, but yeah, he came out with a diss. His, his best verse is his um, verse on the Kanye album. Right. That's how I was like. That's a, that was about it. Yeah, he couldn't recreate that. that. He couldn't recreate that magic. Right. That was just it right there, man. That is it. Okay, so uh, it's funny. We have Pusher T in <laughs> And Uncle Luke and Flip Order. That's what I was thinking. And I, I went with Uncle Luke at 38 because um, basically, like I said, what he's done for hip hop and and those guys with Two Live Crew and also some of the people that he's brought out to. Uncle Luke introduced you to uh, to Trick Daddy Dollars, which Trick Daddy introduced you to Trina and some of those other people too. Uh, and, you know, with other groups that spawned from uh, Two Live Crew, also the Poison Clan, that whole Miami bass sound, um, basically Two Live Crew, it spawns from them. So yeah. Okay, thirty-seven. I have the other. So we I had Fat Joe last week. I believe we both had Fat Joe on our list last week. Uh, I'm oh going to. God, don't say. I'm going with the other, Go other person that had an issue. Uh, with the Billboard Top 50, putting Ja Rule at 37. Wow. Wow, okay. Oh, okay. All right, I, I see. No, I thought that you... I love Ja Rule, and I love... I'm going to give Ja Rule his flowers. No, I love Ja Rule at 37. I think... Uh, I think Ja Rule's a hell of an artist, man. He can, he can go anywhere that, on this list. That, that debut album... <laughs> and it's funny, because... Yeah. Ja Rule, I think, is more known now for the 50 Cent beef and people saying 50 Cent ended his career. I like to say 50 Cent basically did what he criticized Ja Rule for doing, singing on hooks. See, I take it a little bit different because Ja Rule actually was the Drake before Drake. Ja Rule can actually carry a tone. Yeah. And he actually, yeah, he actually had a little bit of, you know, because I, I listen to Ja Rule even to this day when his songs come on at work. And I'm like, damn, Ja Rule actually could really sing, you know. And I think a lot of people didn't really pay attention to that and they downed him for that. But now the things that Ja Rule did in his rap career, it's okay for rappers to sing now. It's really okay. Everybody sings now, sings and raps. And that's what Ja Rule was doing. Yeah. 
actually wasn't bad at it either. It was pretty good. So no, <laughs> yeah, he has some hits. Had oh yeah, a, for he, sure. He had a lot of hits, and he had a lot of good features on on other people, um, on other people's albums. Now I know you're gonna think I'm crazy, but I was gonna put this guy on this list because I'm thinking to myself, maybe this guy, and I'm giving the young people some love too. Um, when you talk about top fifty of all time, and uh. I'm thinking to myself, like, man, you know, we we give Kendrick Lamar his flowers. We give J. Cole his flowers. We give Drake his flowers. But this young man, he's actually won a lot of American Music Awards. Um, I, I didn't, I, I guess I'm looking at him from, you know, the first two albums that he came out with. Um, I thought that they were pretty good albums. Uh, I know I'm hyping it up. And I'm just going to cut to the chase. I'm gonna put, <laughs> and I and notice that I have Future and I had some of the other people last week, but maybe this man has surpassed those guys, and maybe we're not listening to him because it's not our cup of tea. But Tyler, your creator, at 37 for me, he's on my list. Thought, yeah, like he has to be on this list. That's why I was kind of surprised. I said, you know what? We're looking at it from an old man's perspective for Billboard. But Tyler Creator deserves to be on this list. Like he's put out legit hits and legit music. Has some pretty good. It's, it's odd, hence the name Odd Future, but it's it's good music. Oh wow, damn! I done put all them together. But it's, <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. It's not that bad, you know. It's it's actually listenable. It's enjoyable. Yeah. So you mentioned my thirty six person. Oh wow! <laughs> um, I have him higher up on the list than you did. Um, you had him on your list last week. I do have Future uh, on at thirty six higher than you, um, just based on some of the things he he stayed pretty hot. Has some. I don't. I'm gonna say he's had a classic album, maybe one. But pretty much all his albums have been solid. Right. They all have been really basically solid, man. And I I definitely agree with that with Future. It's like, you know what it is with Future, though? It takes me to listen to that album like for a third or fourth time. Before you like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they dig it in on you on the radio. They play this shit over and over again. You're like, nah, I like the song. That's what. That's why I kind of based it on. I'm like, damn, like they really embedded this in my brain, so I really gotta like this. That's the only thing that I hate. No, but I I agree with you, bro. Like Future, he he belongs in the top fifty for sure. Okay, so and that was your that was your thirty six. Yeah. Okay, so my thirty six. Um, I thought that you were gonna pull this rabbit out of your hat before. Um, when you had mentioned Fat Joe, but um, I was gonna put him down a little lower on my list, but in my opinion, I think he died too soon. I thought he had a lot of greatness behind. I know he had a lot of health problems, but I got a big pun. Yeah, in my he, 30s. he's in my thirties too. I'm getting, I'm getting to him. Yeah, I I had big pun and like he has. Well, he only has like really two albums anyway, but those two albums I already thought was pretty dope. Um, I mean, I, I really respect Pun. I think Pun is like one of the best, you know, to do it um, out of New York. But it's just so many. He has so much competition, you know. And with him passing away, I think with New York artists, man, they always put, if somebody passes away, they always want to put him up there. I didn't really listen to Big L until he really passed away. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, and, and yeah, I always. It, it, it took me here and Nas and, and Jay um, talk about Big L before I, you know, got into him. Right. And that's why I said I, I didn't want to be that guy. And, like, I know this is our our list, you know, so that's why I wanted to base it off of the people that I listen to. Because I can't tell you about other artists. Even when they pass away, I'm not that guy that's going to, you know, just big them up because they passed away. But I definitely listen to Pun, and I think he definitely belongs at number 36 on our list, on my list. Okay. 
So my 35th pick about to be controversial. Okay. I'm about to get people emailing me, <laughs> sending me messages. But I said what I said. Billboard <laughs> had this person at 10 on their list. I'm putting him at 35. Nicki Minaj. Wow, that is nuts. Wow. Yeah, I'm really surprised, man. Like, yeah, I'm really surprised by that, but that's fine. I mean, it's either either you team Nicki or you team uh, Queen B. I see where you're at with it. There's no possibility. There's no way possible you could tell me that Remy Ma, that you have Remy Ma higher than uh, Nicki Minaj. That'll be blasphemous. I don't have Remy Ma on my list. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So, like, it's like, who else would you put? I, I, I do have Little Kim higher. No, that's what I said. I can understand that. If you got, now I do have Little Kim. Um, oh, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, when I get to Little Kim, I'll, I'll explain why I put. Um, her hired higher than Nicki Minaj, um, but I mean Nicki had a she had a hell of a dominant run. The the pink print hip hop classic, um, she, she killed she's killed some of her features. Uh, she she really dominated at a time when there wasn't too many other female um, rappers out. Hell, you can make an argument at her peak. She was the the hottest rapper out. That's true, and <laughs> she she actually brought she actually breathed life back into uh, female hip hop. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I get if you have her higher. I don't, I don't know if she'll have the career longevity anymore. Yeah, I'm just really shocked by that one, Riley. That's actually not. I mean, to each his own. We're really shocked by that one. Really shocked. Um, but you know, I respect it though. It's your, it's your, it's your pick, so I respect that. Um, I know that my thirty six is gonna. Uh, no, I'm sorry, my thirty five will be controversial because we're on thirty five now. Yeah, correct. Yeah, okay, I'm looking at my list. I'm like, I'm marking now. I'm checking them off. But um, my thirty five is gonna be controversial. Um, I didn't understand why a lot of people don't look at this man. I'm looking at it from a group perspective, and I don't know if it, if I'm looking at it pretty bad, but um, I don't understand why he's not on here. And I I look at some of the other people. I, I, I don't know how I can look at this, because if you look at this man, he's talented in so many different ways. They don't have him... No, I guess he's not known for his hip hop lyrics, but I mean, is he hip hop or is he not? Like he contributed beats to hip hop. I thought his lyrics weren't that bad. Like, what are we looking at when we think about and we break down like everything on hip hop? We looking at lyrics or we looking at like can you know contributions to hip hop? Because Dr. Dre, like, like we we mentioned before, he didn't write his stuff. So like, I have Pharrell on here. Am I wrong to have Pharrell on here? Nope, because he's on my list. I just have him a little bit higher. Because I, I don't know if I'm looking at him as the... Because a lot of people say, well, Pharrell... And I had this conversation with people at work. I said, well, what do you think of Pharrell as an artist? And they're like, well, I don't know what he is. Like, them, is he really them, a pop artist? The Murr albums is hot, though. Yeah, they're fucking fire. But they're not really hip-hop albums, though. Right, that's the thing. Like <laughs> this, this our list. We have to do what we what we please. <laughs> right at this point, we just done went all off the grid. Like shit, we like this is our list. So hey, but like I I don't know what Pharrell is. Like what is he, Ronnie? Explain me what Pharrell is to you. What is what artist is he? Like what where does he fall? He's a genre within himself in hip hop. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so um, I'll I'm gonna circle back to Pharrell in a, a second, uh, but at 34, um, you had him. I think at 36, Big Pond. Um, hell, you're right. When it comes to newer artists, they they tend to put him on a pedestal. But them, I went back and listened to his two albums. 
Mm-hmm. They 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 were fire. Yeah, really fire. So lyrically, the the beats is on point. Hell, Biggie, two albums, and he's in the eyes of some the the greatest ever done it. Hell, Big Pun deserves to be on a billboard on our top fifty. Yeah, for sure. Like, and anybody else that refutes that, like, I guess a lot of people they don't look at it the same way that we do. But you gotta realize a lot of these guys change right. hip hop. Yeah. So, yeah, big big pun. Just, I don't, especially with today's um, people. I don't. He does. He doesn't get the credit. Yeah, he doesn't get the credit he deserves. And like I said, he's one of the game changers in uh, in hip hop, man. And when you hear about all those exciting, amazing stories that that Fat Joe tells, man, which blows my mind, stories of them hanging out with Mike Tyson and. And all types of other crazy stories, man. And big fun throwing pizzas at people, all types of crazy stuff. Man. Yeah, the, playing need, practical jokes. I need Mike Tyson <laughs> to write to write his my, just on hip hop, his interaction with hip hop. I think <laughs> because between the big pun story, the diaper Dan Mike Tyson stories, hell, Tupac in the rest in, rest in peace, Tupac. But Tupac getting in a fight before the the Tyson con, the, uh, fight. Yeah, yeah that's what I was like, man, that's that's crazy. Like his connection to all those hip hop artists, his connection to actually a lot of people in that era is like crazy too. Um, and also, you know who else has a lot of connections, man? Which is is crazy is the Wayne's brothers, man. Mm-hmm. Like to know that a lot of them guys like. Like how popular they were, and they were damn near everywhere when you think about it. It's just nuts. But I got another person on my list, man. And I, these guys usually go neck and neck, and only because I know that this guy, he wrote a lot of songs for different artists, man. He wrote a lot of R&B songs. Um, he wrote, a, he, I mean, he he produced a lot of crazy tracks, too. Um it's either you on one side of the coin on both of these guys, and I think they're both amazing, but I got Timberland next on my list. Yeah, I didn't put him down as, as, as an artist per se, but he did have the the, the Timbo and Big... Um, what was his partner? Uh, well, you had Timberland and Magoo. Yeah, Magoo. And I thought that, yeah, and I thought that they had some... And I, I'm a huge uh, fan of Timberland and Magoo. But I thought they had a lot of crazy great hits together, and then he wrote a lot of those songs for Genuine, for Aaliyah, for Missy, um, and so on, man. And he, to this day, he's still relevant, man, and, and still makes a lot of great. Wrote songs for Justin Timberlake, made beats for Justin Timberlake. I mean, how do you how do you go about that? <laughs> like, he's actually pretty dope. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't have them, but I, I, I see the argument. I, yeah, so. we're gonna have to pick this one up and, and uh, do the court, the court thing for Timberland uh, rights to hip hop because I think he falls right in line with Pharrell too, in my opinion. Like, yeah, because I, I do have Pharrell at thirty three. Okay, all right. Those nerd albums, I, I tell you. If Man, you, those if you, if never, if you've never listened to them, um, check them out. Even some of the songs, whether it's the hook, the the features that Pharrell has done, they're amazing. His body of work, beat-wise, I think he's so known for his beats that everything else he done done in music is overshadowed. Yeah, I I definitely agree with you, man. Those nerd albums are something special. Even the um the Neptunes presents the Clones album. Yeah. Um, yeah, even his own solo projects were pretty good too. And don't forget, this is the same man that wrote the Minions and uh, Despicable Me uh, soundtracks too. Like, 
Like, yeah, and those are all dope, too. Um, that's where Happy comes from, in case people want to know. Yeah. It comes from the Despicable Me soundtrack, so, yeah. Okay, yeah. so, who you, who's your 33? My 33. Okay, so my 33. You know what? I decided to go off of what I thought was, was dope to me and uh, for my 33. I was going to have him down a little bit lower. Um, I thought about putting him in my 20s, but it just, I don't know. I, I thought, I thought KRS won, man. I, I know he might be, he might be too high for some people, man. Cause I, I was either having, <laughs> it's KRS one. All right. Um, I was going to bring him down a little bit lower, man, to have him in my mid 20s, sort of like how Billboard had him, but I thought it was a couple more people deserving. Um, because I, I felt like when Terrence changed over, I, I felt like KRS wasn't able to kind of, yeah, the blend in. Um, and then he wound up getting into that thing with uh, Nelly um, over the number one thing, over the number one song. So I don't know, man. It just felt like he could have, he didn't stay relevant long enough. But yeah. KRS is definitely, he's that man. He's that guy, man. Yeah, I, um, I do have them. You have to tune in next week. Because I do have them on my list. Just a little bit uh, higher, if you want to say, um, than you. Um, 32. You mentioned this, this young fella earlier. I do have Tyler the Creator. Um, Tyler the Creator's unique. He's got some lyrics. He's got some, he he does some weird shit, but uh, <laughs> yeah, he. I feel like he ushered in like a new era in hip hop, sort of. Uh, he has a very unique fan base. Um, he's won out Billboard, I mean, the Grammys album of the rap album of the year. He was a finalist when Nas won for King's Disease. Um, he's consistent. He's more consistent than some of the artists that are on the list. Um, you can make an argument that he's been more relevant than Big Sean. That's true. So, yeah, 30, 32, um. Tyler the Creator. Okay. Now I know that that you just uh we talked about the team of uh two people and uh I know that you had this young lady a little bit higher on the list. She's actually a little bit further down on my list. I got two people that that's ahead of this young lady that I got on my list, but I actually have little Kim. Okay. Right now. <laughs> Now I know Rodney's uh, rolling over right now. And no, I'm probably not, got his no. own. I mean, she's she's on next week for me, but I respect it. Yeah. Now the only reason why I have Little Kim, because um, if you think about it, we always call these young ladies now in the in the in the industry they're either clones or one trick ponies. Um, I think that she helped evolve hip hop. I'm not going to even lie. Uh, she did come in a little raunchy, but she showed that women are beautiful too and that women have the right to say how they feel about certain things because the women were always uh, quiet and put into the background. It was either about the whole respect factor. Um, you know, and, and this just turned everything. When you heard her lyrics and you heard her rapping around, it just it brought something totally different. So I got a little Kim, man, and, yeah, and much so. respect to her. I have a higher up on my list, but she's not the highest female I have on my list. I think we got the highest female. I think we both have. When it comes to that, I think we both have the highest female. Probably the same. Yeah. I think that, yeah. Yeah, yeah so um, tune in a few weeks because uh, this one, she she's actually in my top 10. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, um... 31, 
31. See, this, this is where we start to, uh, it gets difficult. You can't put everybody that you want to put on your list on your list. Um, we haven't, you probably have him lower on your list. He didn't, he wasn't on a list at all. I got the game at 31. No way. I got the game at 31. <laughs> <laughs> I got the game at the, you know what? I was just, you know what made me change my mind? I had, I was just listening to uh, Devil's Advocate, man, and I was like, this shit is really dope, man. And I listen like he has multi, he has great albums, man. And like, he, I'm right with you, bro. I got him right. I got him right there too. Yeah, his his um, even some of the I know critically his late his latest album didn't do well. Um, but I, I he he tried different styles. Some of them worked. Some of them didn't. But um, Effort wise, I, I get it. Um, I still that nineteen ninety two album that slept on that he came out with. I love that album. Um, his first two albums, they're they're right up there in, in hip hop lore to me. Yeah, and his last album, Rodney, it didn't stink. Yeah, it, it did, just. It just uh, I even like the. Uh, what was the where he had the two point five? Um, oh, that was the. Um, it was named after his first album, wasn't it? Two point five. Yeah. 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 So the, the, we both got the game at thirty one. My thirtieth pick uh, may be controversial again. Some of y'all might want to okay. see this brother lower on the list. But like I said, once you, I feel like once you get into like the 30 range, it becomes harder and harder. Especially slots. Like I feel like the top 10, a little bit easier, but slotting 11 through 29 is just hard. I would like to know where you have this brother on your list, and I probably will have to wait. But T.I., Oh wow, no, he's down a little bit further, man. He's down a little bit further. But no, that no, I don't I don't blame you for that one. I don't blame you for that one. Um No, uh And I can't even remember I don't even think TI was on the Billboard list. He was on the Billboard list. He was on there. Okay. I think he was uh, they had him slotted like in the mid twenties. So that's about where I have him as well. Or was he, uh, I think he was either uh, high, almost low 30s or mid 20s. Okay. That's where I got him also. I got him right there also. So um, you have to tune in next week <laughs> to see <laughs> um, where Tommy sl- slotted T.I. But um... now, now you're going to think I'm nuts. But this is our list. So I just want people to know this is our list. I think this guy has a couple of good albums, and he's secretly like one of my favorite rappers of all time. And I, I know you might think I'm nuts, but um, I got Juvenile. <laughs> I don't think you nuts. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I know because we just named you, all these amazing. You people. can actually make an argument um, that Juvenile could be in the top ten. Yeah, I think he's freaking dope, man. Like that's one of my favorite. Look, I secretly, and it's no secret. I think people that know me, I love Juvenile and Project Pat. Okay, I know. <laughs> yeah, so um, Juvenile <laughs> is not on my list, but I could, I, I get the 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 argument um, of why. I do. I have, mean, we. I do have some New Orleans rappers in, well, two. And, and I mean, tune in next week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about it, Rodney. I mean, where, where? I mean, every wedding you go to, tell me you don't hear back that thing up, mm-hmm. and being like, <laughs> I mean, slow motion. Uh, huh? Um, I mean, it, it, 
I mean, he has a lot of good songs, yeah. man. Like, but the, yeah. but his his fall was hard because I remember understand? going. I remember going to see him at the state fair. Oh yeah, yeah. You're right about that. When he left those guys, he left at the wrong time. That's what it was, mm-hmm. and they did everything to trash him, which kind of sucked. But I'm glad to see him back with Cash Money too. Yeah. So, um, a little bit Matter over. Oh yeah, we a little bit. Hold on, wait. Matter of fact, Rodney, he was in the um, LeBron James movie, the uh, that I watched the other day, the House Party. He was in the House Party movie along with Lil Wayne and some of those other guys. This guy to give damn, it away. I forgot the damn House. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot all about that movie. So it's uh, so good, man. It's I'll, really funny, bro. I'll have to check it out. Uh, but hold yeah. on, Rodney. Rodney, hold on. Wait before we leave. Two seconds. Two seconds. Uh, Jake Paul finally lost. Yeah. I, think, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> lost in a, a weird... I don't want to say the fight was weird, but it was it was interesting. He did get a... Jake Paul did get a knockdown. Um, hell, but Fleury, um, I want to say, landed as many power punches as Fleury as um, Paul threw, so... But I was watching some of the clips and he was rocking his shit. It was a good fight, man. And it was a good fight. Um, but yeah, down goes Jake Paul. I don't know how many people are fans of that man, but I think he he was actually good for the sport of boxing, in my opinion. He breathed life back in the box. And I hate all these guys converting to MMA. MMA is not for everybody. Um, that's why all those guys have short careers, man. I think boxing is where it's at. Stick with boxing if you can. MMA is not for everybody. Don't do it if you don't have to. That's my, my final word. I'm sorry. I'm done. Yeah, so <laughs> um, next time we'll get through um, 29 through through 20. Um, it gets tougher and tougher. Um, hell, notice we, we've already added some people that wasn't on the billboard list and left some people out. Um, there's some people... Uh, Looking at you, little Chris, that that was on the Billboard chart around the the thirty forty range that we haven't even mentioned yet, because Ludacris is much much higher on my list. So find out where that brother falls in the next couple episodes, and we'll catch y'all on the B side. Rodney's gonna have Birdman on this list. We want to let you guys know. All right, guys. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>